Good afternoon. You're listening to KGPR, Great Falls at 89.9 FM. And here in the studio with me is cellist for the Cascade Quartet and the Great Falls Symphony, Thad Suits. Welcome. Thanks, Matt. Nice to be here. The Cascade Quartet is about to embark on a journey to Czechoslovakia, but this time as a tribute to Czech composers. Can you tell us what is going to happen? We've got three Czech composers, and considering that these pieces were all written within a few decades of each other and all more or less in the same place, there's a lot of variety to the program. We're going to start with a meditation, a beautiful meditation by the Czech composer Josef Suk, Mm. that was written um, right after the start of World War I. Instead of what you might think it being a, a bombastic tribute to coming victory or something like that, it's a very uh, serene meditation and prayer for peace. Mm. It's called uh, Meditation on an Old Bohemian Hymn, and that hymn is actually uh, one devoted to St. Wenceslas, and it's the same St. Wenceslas of Christmas Carol fame. Of good King Wenceslas. Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> Although, if you're expecting to hear Christmas carols at this concert, you're going to be very disappointed. <laughs> it's a totally different melody that he uses as the basis of this um, meditation. Interesting. And can you tell us more, like, what does um, King Wenceslas come into the play Well, uh, Wenceslas was a Czech king and saint. I believe he was Bohemian. I'm I'm not sure, but whatever. I don't know actually what he did Mm -hmm. to earn sainthood um, or earn the respect of his countrymen as a king. But uh, there's a lot of music, uh, musical tradition in Czechoslovakia, or the Czech Republic now, that uh, is devoted to his uh, tributes to him, including... This piece that was written around 1915, I believe. Mm. The hymn itself is much older than that. Uh, I don't know when it was written, but it has a kind of ancient feeling to it. So I'm sure it's much, much older than the piece that Suk wrote. Excellent. And we will hear the meditation on the old Czech chorale St. Wenceslas by Josef Suk. Let's listen in.
Welcome back. This is KGPR Great Falls at 89.9 FM. My name is Matt Donnelly, and here in the studio with me is cellist for the Cascade Quartet and Great Falls Symphony, Thad Suits. Welcome back. Hi. And that's a really interesting take on Saint on the uh, traditional carol of Good King Wenceslas, is done by Josef Suk, who um, had some connection to Dvorak. He did indeed, a uh, quite close connection, in fact. He was uh, Dvorak's son-in-law. He married mm. Dvorak's daughter, Utili, and he was ha- had a very happy marriage with her. Unfortunately, about 10 years before this piece was written, his wife died, and that started a very sad stage in the composer's life. He kept working to the end, uh, but he was never quite the same man after mm. losing his wife. So I guess that's how I mentioned, I caught myself saying Dvorak earlier instead of talking about Sue, because there was the, I saw the connection that they were somehow related in a way. That's right. He started out as Dvorak's student, in fact, his prize student, and hanging around the Dvorak family, um, he eventually fell in love with Dvorak's daughter, married her, they had some children, um, and uh, even after Dvorak died, in fact, Dvorak himself died shortly before Otili died, so it was a one-two punch for Suk that he never totally recovered from. Oh, wow. But that was really hard and hard on him as well. He really admired Dvorak uh, as a father, uh, as a f- musical father, as well as a father-in-law. Excellent. And speaking of Dvorak, in fact, uh, we have another piece around that's coming up that's written by the man himself. Dvorak, the king of Czech music in many ways, and certainly one of my favorite composers. Mm-hmm. Musicians sometimes talk about desert island composers. If you could have only have one composer with you on a desert <laughs> island, who would it be? Well, Dvorak would certainly be high on my list. I love his music, his style, his rich harmonies, Mm -hmm. his sense of melody, often tinged with a folk element. It's it's partly why I'm a musician today, is music like that. And he wrote uh, 14 glorious quartets, and the one we're going to be performed is generally considered the first of his late quartets. It's the Opus 61 Quartet from 1881. Um, It's very rich in its harmonies. It's got four absolutely splendid movements, and I'm really looking forward to performing it. Excellent. And what is really special about this one quartet that the Cascade Quartet is going to be performing? Well, there are a lot of things. It's hard to pin one thing down. It's like when students ask me, what's your all-time favorite quartet? Well... That's too hard to answer, and there's so much to love in this quartet. It's got gorgeous melodies, gorgeous harmonies. It's in C major, so there's an openness about it that is often associated with C major. It's heroic at times, tragic at times. The slow movement itself has absolutely some of the most gorgeous writing that uh, Dvorak ever came up with in any genre, orchestra, chamber music, choral. Um, and it's a treat to be able to play it. Excellent. And here is the String Quartet number 11 in C major, opus 61 by Antonin Dvorak. Let's listen in.
Welcome back. This is KGPR Great Falls at 89.9 FM. My name is Matt Donnelly, and here in the studio with me is cellist for the Cascade Quartet and Great Falls Symphony, Thad Suits. Hi. And what is this concert all about? Well, it's featuring Czech music, 
and concentrating on the Czech tradition, of which there is a long history. And we're featuring three of the um, best known, I suppose. Uh, certainly Dvorak himself is the all-time best known composer from that area. He was Bohemian, although he spent a good deal of time over here. And uh, that experience enriched his uh, compositional vocabulary. We're also playing the piece by Souk, Meditation. And then our third composer is a lesser known one, Erwin Schulhoff, who was uh, born in Prague and lived a short, tragic life because it was cut short in a, a Nazi concentration camp. Mm. He didn't actually die. He wasn't uh, murdered there, but he died of tuberculosis. Um, that he had contracted and was already in, in, in ill health when he went there. So that just finished him off. But his music, despite that tragic end, is full of life and vitality. He's a, one of the most eclectic composers I know. He's taking influences from here, inspiration from there, and this piece is a great example of that. It consists of five... Uh, mostly dance movements. It starts with a, a waltz, but this isn't an ordinary waltz. It's a very sarcastic, sardonic kind of waltz hmm. with irregular beats as if to throw the dancers off. Hmm. Uh, then we have a serenade that is otherworldly, quite uh, surreal hmm. in keeping with the time that it was written back in 1925. That's followed up with a dance called Ala Cheka, a, a dance in Czech style, which is furiously fast, very exciting, and driven from beginning to end. After that comes a tango, uh, very sultry, as you might think, and it ends with a, um, a dance called a Tarantella from Italy, or Sicily, I suppose, is where it's originally from. A rollicking 6-8 thing, driving, 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 and very exciting conclusion. Wow. And definitely hear some of the elements of the kind of the modernistic uh, movement uh, exactly. during the 20th century. He was uh, one of the first classical composers to adopt uh, the use of jazz idioms. Mm. And he did it quite successfully in his classical compositions. Uh, some composers just kind of put on a patina of jazz, but he really incorporated it into his music in a way that feels integral. It's it's part and parcel of his style when he does that. Excellent. And let's listen in on, on the five pieces for string quartet by Erwin Schulhoff. Let's listen in. Thank you. 
Welcome back. This is KGPR Great Falls at 89.9 FM. I'm Matt Donnelly, and here in the studio with me is cellist for the Cascade Quartet and the Great Falls Symphony, Thad Suits. Hello again. Hello again. And as as we were mentioning, we were talking about Czech composers and a concert entitled Triple Czech that uh, the Cascade Quartet will be performing. That's right. It's, it's a little uh, play on words, I suppose, but... Uh... In chess, I'm a chess player. There's no such thing as a triple check. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, we thought it was a catchy title and hope it sticks in people's heads. Kind of like check please or something. Check please, yes. <laughs> but uh, where is uh, this event going to be held? It's going to be held on Friday at the Newberry downtown. That's at uh, 7 o'clock in the evening. And then it will be repeated on Sunday in the afternoon at 2 o'clock at First Congregational United Church of Christ on uh, 9th, 9th Avenue South, 2900 9th Avenue South. Hmm. And is there any more information about this uh, concert coming up? Well, people can always find out more by going to the symphony website. Uh, if you're interested in tickets, I believe the Newberry is $35 for a single admission, or if you have the season pass, you can get in. That includes all the amenities that the Newberry has to offer. Um, Then the Sunday concert is, I think, $15 single admission for adults. Students are, I forget what the student rate is, but you get a good discount as a student. Excellent. And as we were talking about these wonderful composers from the, from, Czechoslovakia that uh, I know that Dvorak once said the music of the people is like a rare and lovely flower. That's very much in Dvorak's uh, style of thinking. He was not one of those composers who thrived in a uh, cosmopolitan environment. He was most at home with family and friends uh, uh, scorning the hubbub of international musical fame. That's, in fact, partly what brought him to uh, Iowa, of all places. He had been brought over here to uh, head up a conservatory, and then in the summer got away to Spillville, Iowa, where there was a a prominent Czech community, and he hung out with them, writing some of his most famous music, including the New World Quartet that the Cascade Quartet has done several Mm -hmm. times. Uh, The New World Symphony came shortly after that, and these are some of his most beloved pieces. Especially when he captures some of the things going on in America, like some of the folk tunes like from the Native Americans, as well as anywhere from in in that area. Yes, all those uh, American-inspired pieces have a heavy emphasis on pentatonic scales, which Mm -hmm. is also part of the Native American tradition. Um, you have the New World Symphony, which even if you don't know that you know it, you probably know it. Uh, and it has the that pentatonic feeling that gives it a folk flavor, something connected to, to the people in the land. Excellent, especially talking about composers using nationalism in in kind of a different uh, musical term in their music. That's true. And the souk that uh, we played earlier uh, is a good example of that. It's a piece that he deliberately invoked uh, Czech tradition, mm-hmm. Bohemian tradition, with that uh, hymn to St. Wenceslas as, a, I, I think, a deliberate attempt to make it a more nationally grounded kind of piece. That was very much in the air back then. Mm. And especially with the likes of other Czech composers, especially Smetana, with, uh, that used a lot of nationalism in his music, especially with Mavlost and some of the other pieces in relation to the lifestyle of, of in Czechoslovakia as well as um, the folk dances and even mm-hmm. the folk music as a whole. In the Smetana Quartet, there are depictions of wedding scenes and all kinds of um, traditions from uh, the Czech, uh, Czechoslovakia. And if we could, we'd have programmed that one too, but that would have made it a little long a concert. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because the, the entire Mav Lost itself is over an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next season. 
There you go. And like I said, uh, there was so much great Czech composers out there. I mean, heck, uh, I've read that uh, that Souk wrote a kind of a, a, a tune for the 1932 Olympics called Toward a New Life. And he even won a silver medal of, of after writing that wonderful piece that uh, that's been heard that that was first heard at the the Olympics during that time, and then it kind of got resurrected during the '96 Olympics in Atlanta. I didn't know that little historical nugget. When you say he got a silver medal at the Olympics, that puts something very different in my mind. But <laughs> I'm glad to hear that uh, his music was recognized even then. And even now, especially with these uh, wonderful Czech composers that are now coming back to Great Falls, especially Dvorak. Yeah. Well, Dvorak, in my book, is the king of them all, and Mm -hmm. uh, I I think people are going to love this piece. Excellent. And once again, when is the concert going to be? It's uh, Friday, March 31st at the Newberry, 7 o'clock, and then repeated Sunday at 2 o'clock, April 2nd at First Congregational United Church of Christ on 9th Avenue South. And do you have any future concerts? Actually, do you have any ideas what future concerts are going to be out there for the Cascade Quartet? Well, funny you should mention that. Tomorrow we have a conference to plan out next season. And I've got some ideas. I'm sure the others have their ideas. We get together write on a chalkboard and try to put it all together in a way that makes for a fun and uh, a fun season for the audience as well as for us. Excellent. And do you have any closing thoughts? I think that covers it. Thank you for inviting me. uh, And I look forward to meeting everyone at the concert. Excellent. Once again, I am Matt Donnelly and here in the studio with me is cellist for the Cascade Quartet and the Great Falls Symphony, Thad Suits. It's once again, it's a wonderful pleasure chatting with you with all this wonderful Czech music. Pleasure was mine. Thanks, Matt. And this is KGPR Great Falls at 89.9 FM, public radio for North Central Montana.